All right, man. Here we are for our side by side listeners, man. This is a special edition. We're coming out on a different night. Normally, we do this on on Sunday. We release our episodes. This one's going to be released on a different day um, because I feel like our listeners deserve more content. And so today, I am so happy to be here with a good friend of mine, coworker even, uh, Dylan. Hello. It's um, it's really cool to be here, actually. Yeah. Um, I remember you presented the idea to me a couple months ago. You were like, think about starting a podcast. And uh, I was like, really? <laughs> and we're doing it, man. It's here. Like, it's really here. Uh, it's something that, actually, it was Julio's idea. He He's behind the camera right now. And um, he's been telling me about it for a while. Well, I, I think I've heard it from different people. I know you've you brought up the idea of podcasts to me and and you're like, you should really listen to them. No, yeah. So, yeah, the, the funny part is when I started working with you, like four years ago almost, yeah. um, we're getting old, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, like I, I was the podcast guy. You know, I had like six or seven podcasts I would listen to a week. I could barely keep up with them. And, um, you know, I remember, you know, you, the group that we work with, you're just like, what, what are podcasts, you know? Well, they're like internet radio shows and people kind of talk about stuff. And um, you guys are like, okay, well, go to watch, watch your, you know, <laughs> your podcast. And um, it was it was funny kind of watching y'all slowly over the years just like get more and more interested. Like the first time, oh, I, I listened to this podcast. Oh. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so, so, so it was really cool watching y'all. And you guys are probably even more interested in podcasts than I am now because it's like, me it's just like two or three podcasts a week maybe now yeah and uh we're always on it now yeah yeah and, and it, all of us have fallen into it like at first it started <laughs> off with maybe maybe justice i think kind of started doing it yeah. a little bit um then i've kind of trickled yeah. into yeah. it a little bit and then uh now even jesse i think yeah. it is jordan on it as well. even like i don't know about jordan jordan well, listens to him too yeah i think well there was one he was maybe not i don't know okay. i'll have to ask him um but but yeah, it's and so we went from listening to it, and now you have your own. Like, now I have my own podcast, man. That's uh, I, again, I think it it's something a plant a seed was definitely planted, you yeah. know. And uh, you uh, introduced me to them. I kind of like ah, I don't know if I'm really that <laughs> interested or whatever. It's just people talking. Yeah. Um, but no, it's actually very interesting. Yeah, um, they're weird at first, but once you like have a subject you really like. Mm-hmm. And you just find the right podcast, the right, you know, presenter, the right people that host it, like they could be really good. So Yeah, for sure. One of my favorites, um, and I am anybody that I talk to, I tell them is like Joe Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and just yeah. love his his style, the way he does it and the guests that he brings on and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I definitely listen to to him. I feel like he's very objective and tries to listen to both sides of any argument or any conversation that's being had. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I really appreciate him. But I also want to give credit to Julio. I, I mentioned his name earlier um, because he really like, you know, kept pushing me like, Hey, you should do it. You should do it. And, you know, and I kind of like, nah, I don't know. And yeah. whatever. He's, he's the man behind the curtain. He's, yeah. I've always like, is he, is someone actually behind? You know, yeah. The camera? Like, <laughs> And uh, I know he's got like 500 pounds of equipment back there and yeah. it's like, it's all like really well done. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. If you come in here, uh, it looks, I think 
pretty professional and stuff. And uh, <laughs> if y'all have any questions on how we're doing this, uh, yeah, you can definitely leave a comment, and I'm sure Julio will reply and and help help you guys out if you want to do something similar. But all right, um, that was cool. I wasn't even planning to do that. And that's what's yeah. so fun about like podcasts <laughs> is that you just really don't know where it's going. It's not scripted. It's just you know on the fly kind of thing. And so, but uh, before we go any further, um, I want to kind of introduce you to Dylan a little bit. I mean, again, I mentioned he worked, I work with him and um, Dylan is, um, if you ask anybody that knows him, he's a really nice guy. You know, like when I say that, like, I think that's an understatement. Anybody that like, right, you're too kind, <laughs> you're too anybody that's around him, like just, um, you know, says like man like he's just you know a really good guy he really looks to um go with the flow i'm blushing (laughs) (laughs) but but but, i mean you try to help people and you go out of your way which is like the lexus way right and whatnot but yeah um but you don't find a whole lot of people like that yeah and i i think that's that's kind of what attracted me to this job is you know when i was in college I, i wanted a job where i could help people and like there's something about kind of putting a smile on their face mm-hmm. when like they've been dealing with something for weeks and they're like, I hate all of this. And then like, you just fix it. And it's just like, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but no, like, you know, but I think a, a big part of the job that I like is, is actually working with you guys. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's probably a big reason we've all kind of stuck together, you know, for four years now yeah at least longer for you um i'm still the new guy <laughs> with you know and it's been a couple of years now <laughs> yeah yeah um so and, and like yeah i mean you're a genuinely great do guy that. to work with too <laughs> and and so is you know jesse and justice and jordan too um and so so yeah we got a really good team yeah yeah we we really do um i think um we uh we have a really good team i'm just gonna say that because it's not what we're here to talk about um but if you're interested in buying a car (laughs) go to park place lexus they're not sponsoring us but um i'm throwing that name out there (laughs) so um we'll help you with all your uh technology yeah technology needs that's what we do we work in technology um but um, yeah, I wanted to say that about you that, um, you know, again, probably the nicest person that I know, you know, and I think a lot of people that are around you would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I brought you onto the show. There's a few things that I want to talk about. And one of the things I definitely want to talk about, um, is our faith, right? Because mm-hmm. we're both Christians, no. but I think we had probably different upbringings, um, mm-hmm. maybe has a little bit to do with, you know, our race, uh, culture and stuff like that. Um, and so I know like where I stand or how, how I was raised and I kind of want to talk about maybe a little bit of the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, what was your upbringing like, uh, in the faith? Um, so, you know, for me, I was always, you know, every Sunday that I can remember, you know, my parents always took me to church. Um, and it was like, you know, I don't know, as early as I can remember, it was like, I don't know, five years old, somewhere around that, um, probably before then. Um, and so, 
you know, I went to this, you know, lived in Louisiana most of my life and um, went to uh, a pretty, pretty big church. Um, And then I guess when I was around eight, nine, um, I went to uh, like another big church. They call them, I guess, mega churches, but I, I guess compared to other churches in Louisiana, it's big, but compared to churches here, it's not, it's kind of, kind of similar, I would say, um, or even smaller. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, every Sunday, uh, you know, when I was a kid we had children's church upstairs, go there, um, each week. So for you, it was like every Sunday kind of thing, right? It was just like, yeah. Was there like also like Wednesday nights as well or just Sundays? Yeah. So some, some Wednesday nights we'd go, they'd have Wednesday service. Um, but really when it, it was every Wednesday for me was when I was in youth. Mm-hmm. So my, my dad really pushed me going to youth. And at first I was like, Oh, well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, when, when I, when I got into youth, I really loved it. Um, and you know, my older brother was in youth as well, you know, before I was, you know, for a few years before I was. Um, but yeah, when I started youth, um, it's funny because my youth pastor was um, my coach at summer school 10 years before that. And he, like, at a completely different school, not even associated with my church. Wow. It's, like, crazy how much of a small world that was. Yeah. So, but, you know, as a kid, like, he was one of my favorite, I guess, counselors or teachers or whatever you want to call it at that summer school so growing up and just being like oh hey it's <laughs> it's yeah. you like oh what are you doing now um that was really cool and i think that was a big part of like keeping me there um it was it was just a really cool atmosphere to go there um that's interesting because for us like i, I asked you that question like whether it was just sundays or just wednesdays mm-hmm. because for me growing up i remember it was like every single day like literally like i remember it was like Mondays we had prayer, Wednesdays we had um, a Bible study, and then Fridays we had service, Sunday wow. morning, Sunday night, and it's just like, like really, you know, it was a lot, and yeah. um, you know, now like obviously I've come to enjoy it, and I know mm-hmm. that that made a, a huge difference in my life. But I remember right. growing up just being like, man, we're always in church, yeah, like, yeah, live in church, and yeah. I didn't like it, you know, back then, yeah. and so I didn't know if if it was something similar, if it was just like a cultural thing. Yeah, and I I think as a kid you don't like it, but like you said, you grow up to appreciate that. Um, and you know my, I guess my church had that. You know that um, they had something every day. Um, but I would say most people went Sunday, Wednesday, um, and so yeah, I mean, um, we still pray. You know, my dad would come up every night pray with me. Um, oh, that's cute. He, he'd he'd read parts of the bible from me you know um you know one of my favorite parts is when he started reading a psalm each night and you know i never really read it before that but it was like um i was like wow these are like these are awesome (laughs) i am (laughs) so um yeah i mean like and that was when i was i think 12 or 13 um and so yeah i mean that that's that's how it was for me. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a, a racial thing, but I know, you know, Latinos or, you know, they are really close to the church, really close to family. Yeah. 
Um, and so and that's, that's what I'm kind of trying to figure out. Like how much, is it really that much different or not? Um, I know again, like with us, for us, like there are so many things that it's just like, it almost seems like we're really conservative, you know, really mm-hmm. like just strict on things yeah. and they don't allow certain things. Like, I don't know. Do you remember like them allowing people to wear pants, you know, or like with us, like they don't yeah. want you for, for women, they don't want women wearing pants you know, just kind of real strict on a lot of things. Yeah, with us, um, it was like, come as you are. So, yeah, you could... It's a little more liberal. Just y- like, yeah, sure, you could you, you could kind of wear whatever you wanted to. I mean, people dress nice, sure. but you could just go... I mean, you could go there in your pajamas, and no one would really, you know, yeah. well, <laughs> say, say anything. Well, um, it was Louisiana, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least in the adults' church. I mean, the kids' oh, church probably, you know. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you could just casually go in there and, you know, it'd be like, okay. You know? Yeah, and I'm not trying to put down our church and say, like, our church are super judgmental. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying, you know, because we also have right. that attitude of, like, come as you are. Right. But, you know, if you've if you've been there for years or if, if you're a, what I would call a seasoned Christian, right. you know, we expect certain things from you for you to understand like, Hey, right. it, this is the a house of worship and you want to come, mm-hmm. you know, um, dressed a certain way to, right. to not just worship God, but like respect God and, you know, mm-hmm. all these like different things. And, and I, I do kind of like that because it's, it's a different way of doing it, but it's not a wrong way of doing it. Cause you, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you you're, when you talk to your friends and everything like that, it all kind of revolves around church. And so it's like those rules aren't just to be arbitrary. It's like it's like one big family trying to kind of hold yourselves to a standard. Like, hey, you know, what you do here, you want to try to replicate that in the real world. Exactly. And so... So, yeah, I mean, that's that's something that, you know, I don't I don't think it's weird at all. So, like, I think with white churches also and again, (laughs) (laughs) I just threw that word out there with white churches. (laughs) But like I've when I've gone to white churches, it seems like they're a little more liberal, like there's a little more freedom, which, you know, who's to say who's right and who's wrong. Right. But like something that, that I would see with them is like they would wear ear piercings, like they had to have tattoos. And for us would be like, mm, that's yeah, a no, no, yeah, like yeah. We, we don't do that. Yeah. I mean, did yeah. Did you I, also see that like right. uh, growing up in your church or mm-hmm. you did see that? Okay. Yeah. And, um, that was, I wouldn't say it's the norm, but like, yeah, you saw that and it wasn't really like that, I guess that big of a deal. Um, you know, but but yeah, that's, and it's, I guess it's kind of difficult too, because it's like, you want to put people on the right path, but you also don't want to ever be like, you know. You don't want to impose on them. Yeah, like, we can't see you because oh. you have tattoos, or you put, you use piercings, so, and I'm not saying that's what y'all do, because it's not. Right. But I, I guess it's it's tough, you know, you have to stay like modernize that's kind of the culture shifting around you you have to figure out like how do we keep people close to god yeah and it's it's tough you know well we're gonna we're gonna almost kind of get to that eventually a little bit because i'm gonna get into politics which later on which 
kind of is going to coincide with it a little bit. It's going to have some relevance. It's going to like be very similar because it's almost like, you know, I've been using those words and I've been using them on purpose. The Hispanic church is a little more conservative than like the white church. It's a little more liberal where it's mm -hmm. just like more freedom or whatever. And then the, the, um, the Hispanic church is saying like, no, let's not change. Let's keep the, the tradition. Let's keep what we've known forever. And right. the white people are like, no, well, we need to go with the, with the culture, with the cus the new customs. We need to be more modern and appeal to the world. And, you know, and so it's just this battle, right? Like yeah. which one's right and how much is, you know, too much freedom or, or too much acceptance or, or whatever. Right. Um, but I think we'll, we'll eventually kind of get to that a little further on. But before we get to that, mm -hmm. we've been talking a little bit about the differences between, you know, our churches and how we were raised. Um, but I want to ask a little more personal question. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, what made you kind of like be you or, or not just be you, but like, how did you come to the faith? You were raised in church, but that's not when you came to the faith. Like you must've had some kind of experience with God. Yeah. So, you know, it, you are right. Like I, I was raised in church and that definitely has a, you know, an impact on, um, you know, I guess whether I stay in it or not. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I guess there's certain things that, that, that kept me close to God. Um, you know, one is just, it, it doesn't like life doesn't really feel complete or whole or anything without God or without that like divine plan the universe it's just if it all happened randomly okay but like what's next for us there's not really it's just um yeah like I, I find it far more interesting to um you know be close to God um and, and I guess you asked like what have I ever experienced something you know um I guess there's a couple things but but the biggest thing is um, when, so as a kid, I've always heard like, you know, whether it's, I don't know, the pastor, just someone random that's saying like, oh, I talk to God. And, you know, it's like, as a kid, I, I, I always wondered what that was about or how that worked because it's been like, it's always been like a kind of a one-way conversation. Like you pray and you Right. It's just like... For a lot of people, it probably still is that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, you don't you don't hear them. And it's like, well, what is that like? And, you know, there was this one day in church where it was, um, you know, um, it, the message was kind of closing and it was almost done. And, you know, I was younger, probably like 14, 15 and it's just like, okay, what do we got for lunch <laughs> when we leave and stuff like that? And then uh, the pastor was just like, you know, let's bow our heads. And this time, like, I want you to ask God what you can do for him. And, um, and you know, he's like, okay, repeat after me. And so I was just kind of like, not in it all the way, just kind of like, okay, it's the end of the message, you know. So I repeat, 
dear God, what do you want me to do for you? And then just instantly it, it hit give. Mm-hmm. And like, then I thought back give and then immediately give. That was it. And before that, you, you know how you would try to like pre-think your thoughts like, oh, that wasn't really God. Like that was me thinking it. This was like so sudden and so quick that I didn't have time to think about it. And, um, and it's not like a booming or thunderous voice. It's just. So what you, you think you heard the word, the voice of God, like the audible voice of God, or was it like, just like a feeling like you felt give? Maybe. Um, I guess, but it was something. So you. So you don't really know how to describe like yeah. what that was. It, it it feels like it was a voice, like I heard give. Um, like audibly, like you think you heard audibly. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I'm just curious. I just yeah. want to follow. Is all right. And, wow. And it's it was um it was weird. It, like that that put me off because like I was not really paying attention, and then that hit me and so well, I was like okay and I think this is the first time I'm really telling anyone wow I didn't even tell my parents I was like okay well if that's what I need to do then okay so you know that night I prayed I was like well if I need to give just give me opportunities to give so you know I would and, and of course after that there are just Maybe I was just looking for them more, but there were just opportunities to, to give. Wow. And, um, you know, like one time I was going to GameStop, picking a game up, and this lady like drove up. Hello, sir. I'm, I have to pick my medication up. And, you know, uh, can I just please have some money? I said, yeah, yeah, here you go. And, like, um, you know, one time I like got some Chick-fil-A or something, and, um, you know, there or these people like in the parking lot, like living outside their van and I passed them up and then drove a little while and I was like, okay, <laughs> turn back around and get, so like, you know, and there were just all these opportunities to give and, and like it, it felt good to do that. And it was the mindset that I had that like they needed more than I do. Like, mm. and, um, you know, uh, and and you're told like when you do give, like God will give back to you in time, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, it's not even necessarily money that'll give back to you, but anything. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I mean, that's, and I still try to do it to this day. It's arguably harder you know, to find those situations here in, in Dallas compared to Louisiana, I guess just how Louisiana is laid out. But, um, but yeah, not in the neighborhood that I kind of grew up in, man. Like it's yeah, it's everywhere. My neighborhood, like, uh, there's just almost on every corner that I grew up in. Anyway, like yeah. people just homeless people just asking for you to give right. to the point where you know, like I think everybody has this like stigma of like, man, these yeah, homeless these people panhandlers for <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah. Like, are, yeah, like are they gonna go and like buy some alcohol or drugs or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and so I think for a lot of us, it's really hard to yeah to want to give. Right. right. So I'm glad he gave that word to you and not to me. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's something that 
like I still battle with like man this is the same panhandler and like you know is he really like but I think ultimately with that you just have to not care about that you right. just here you go and yeah that's you not it. your it's not for you to judge it's not for you to say like well, what's he going to do with this or whatnot right? right I started doing this thing and I've a lot of people know this because I've shared this several times but not everybody, and that's why I'm going to share it one more time. Mm-hmm. I started doing this thing when somebody, like a homeless person, asks me or approaches me for money. Yeah. Um, I took this from the Bible, but um, when they ask me for money, my immediate reaction now is to say, listen, yes, I will give you money, mm-hmm. but um, but it, I'm not just going to give you money, but I'm going to give you something greater than money. So, mm-hmm. yes, I do have money, but I also want to give you, again, something greater. And it's from the from bi- the Bible when... Uh, the paralytic, no, not a paralytic man. There's a man at the gate, I think called Beautiful, that um, is it, uh, I believe it's, um, oh my God, it's leaving me. John and Peter, Peter and John, yeah, mm-hmm. go to the gate and they see this man and, they, and he asks them for money. And so he says, um, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus, you know, get up. So that's where I'm stealing it from, right? I'm, I'm telling them, okay, so I do have like cash or whatever, if I have cash at the moment, um, but I would rather, much rather give you something greater that I have. And so what I do is like pray for them. I'm like, can I, can I pray for you? Can I like give you these words of encouragement? Can I introduce you to Christ? And so what it's done, it's funny, is like for some people like, yeah, they'll listen to me and, and let me share my faith to them. Others would just be like, mm, I'm good <laughs> and just walk away. So it's like, right. it's kind of funny because, you know, it's kind of saved me some money, <laughs> but it's also allowed me to like, okay, yeah. for the most part, you want to go and share the word of God and people don't want to hear it. But yeah. these people are coming to you. Right. And so now, now you have them. It's like, okay, yeah. I have someone I can speak the word of God to. Yeah. And, and you could really, really change their lives. Um, by doing and that's a lot harder to do it's easy yeah here's 10 20 bucks but actually like hey before i give this to you you know exactly that's really difficult so um no that's a really good idea um i you can steal it from me man yeah, hey, yeah. do it man be like absolutely so, i will give you <laughs> yeah uh, some cash but before <laughs> i give it to you let me just tell you jesus loves you let me just mm-hmm. tell you that he died for your sin and he cares about you Uh, and that he's worried about you and he wants to have relationship with you um and if nothing else if you still don't believe can i just pray for you you know because everybody needs prayer i don't care who you are right you know everybody needs prayer everybody needs you know god's covering you know whether you believe or not you know like just receive this free gift that i want to give to you it's a blessing Um, just like you want to receive this monetary gift receive the gift of salvation the gift of um protection god's covering his favor and you know whether they want to do it or not i mean that's up to them but um yeah that, that's just my like um if you if you guys are listening hey take it from me run with it uh do with it take it to another level man like add to it who knows maybe yeah. i'll make it something even <laughs> even more different but but that's awesome man so god gave you that word he said give um how old did yeah. you say you were roughly i think i was about 15 um were you already working yeah. like did you have like something where you could like because usually when you think give I think most people immediately think money. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I thought at the time. But maybe like God was saying like give your time. Give exactly, yeah. give your time. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that, that was like, if that resonated with you where you were just like, well, God, like I don't even have a job yet. Or maybe you did have a job. I don't know. And no, I didn't. Um, you know, but you know, I guess, I guess I had, had money, not much, but you know, but, but yeah, like at the time that that's what I thought was just, okay, I'll give money. Um, but, but you're right. Like, but I think it still resonated with you deeper because again, if, if I had to describe you like Mm -hmm. to a person, I would say you were a giver and not, Mm -hmm. and you've never given me money, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like you're always quick to, to give, like whether it's Mm -hmm. your time, whether it's, um, you know, some of your, I want to say that this way, mental capacity, like your Mm -hmm. knowledge, things that you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're always quick to like be helpful, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, and I know it's not just with me because I've seen you interact with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's cause they're like clients, but I, I want to believe that it's not just because they're clients, you know, uh, again, you go out of the, your way, maybe help some of our, um, uh, we call them members, which are just employees like with mm-hmm. tests and stuff like that. And sometimes yeah. you'll do the test for them. Like who, who else is doing that? You're <laughs> like, no man, we're not going to do that. Your test for you. <laughs> so again, it's like you have this spirit of giving, you know? And I think that, um, that definitely comes from your faith. It, it comes from, um, you know, your relationship with God. And mm-hmm. so it's something that has stuck with you. Uh, so, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and I, I haven't heard, you know, you know, heard him speak to me since then, but I think a lot of that is, I think this is the case for a lot of people you fear what it might tell you, you mm. know? Um, Cause you're like on a projected path for your life. And what if he just tells you, yeah, stop doing all that. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, um, I didn't realize this is about to be a preaching. Come on. <laughs> so I sit here and just listen. <laughs> so, so, you know, maybe it is easy to reach out to him, but it's hard. It's also hard, you know? So, um, yeah, I do believe God wants to talk to us. I believe God wants to reach out to us, but I mean, you hit like the nail on the head, yeah. the nail on the head, like God, uh, we don't want to change the trajectory that we're in, like the path in which we're going. And so it's like, why would I, you know, talk to someone that's going to want to change, yeah. change my trajectory, the, the path in which I'm going, you know, so that's difficult, you know, yeah. and and I know you say that, like, but I know you also keep a close relationship with God as well, right? You right. Um, uh, pray and, you know, go to church and stuff like that. But it's like, do I really want to hear the audible voice of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know, I'd rather just talk to him and not hear from him or, you know, specifically like on something yeah. on like a deeper level, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's, oh my God, I think for a lot of people, if they're honest, yeah that's a real fear. You know, what, what is God going to tell me? Do I really want to hear what God is going to tell me? I'm making 500 K a year and you want me to quit my job? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. I didn't hear that. That's gotta be Satan. That that wasn't God. (laughs) So, so, yeah, I mean, so that's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of us, if we're honest, um, we want God to say what, what we want him to say, yeah. you know? And so 
sometimes I think God can give us signs and we ignore those signs because we're like, nope, that can't be from God, you yeah, know, yeah. because we don't want, we don't want it to, we don't want to change. We don't want to go in a different direction in which God is, you know, sending us or taking us. And so, um, again, I, th- I just think you definitely hit on a nerve for a lot of people. Like, you know, <laughs> so, I, d- I don't want to. Something I've thought about, it's like, well, you know, be cool to do that again. But yeah, what, what's he going to tell me? and yeah so so um but you said it was a couple of experiences what what was something else yeah and so i guess the other experience was um my grandmother so she she died a few years ago to to cancer Mm. and um and basically you know we we brought her into our house the last few months um to to look after her and um the last her last day um there were you know right before she stopped breathing there were hundreds of doves that was just circling our backyard that had never happened before wow and i wasn't there but like my mom my dad my aunt you know a lot of my family was there um and you know, I was just driving home and, uh, they're, they're like, it was, it was incredible. You know, they filmed it and wow. Oh, yeah. So there's that, like evidence of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like, it was amazing. So, and, uh, my grandmother said, I'll, um, I'll leave as a big blue dragonfly. You know, you'll see me as a, um, not like she's going to be reincarnated or anything, right, but right. like, that's a sign that I'm okay. Um, like you'll see a big blue dragonfly. And, um, and they found a big blue dragonfly flying around him. So, so it was, and then they looked up in the clouds and they're like, oh, it looks like a profile of her face. Like that's, that's her in the clouds all at this one time. Like we'd never had hundreds of doves circling our, you know, our backyard. Um, and that was just really cool. Like, cause my grandmother, she was, she was close to God and like, she, you know, it was tough at the time, um, you know, because, yeah, I mean, like, losing your grandmother. And so that was really reassuring, I guess, yeah. to me. And you know where yeah. she was, right? You know where right. she was headed. And, I mean, again, it's that's, that's phenomenal. How do you explain that? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, you know, to... You really can't. <laughs> like, if... Like, if someone tried to like scientifically explain that it'd be like, yeah. mm, you know, like yeah. they could make something up who knows, but just so happened to coincidentally happen on the same day that your grandma passed. And, right. you know, it's really like validating and confirming something that yeah. um, you guys always, always already knew anyway. And so, um, yeah, I, I love these like little stories <laughs> that, you know, everyone has, Yeah, you know, with when in regards to their faith, you know, and a lot of people always want to talk about data and statistics and stuff, you know, and that's how you formulate, you know, um, you know, I don't know, like yeah. theories or whatever, just, you know, come up with like evidence, you know, yeah, and they're, they're trying to make it a science when it's, it's something different. It's not, you know, you're, I've heard a good explanation of like science explains how but faith explains 
why kind mm, of come on man <laughs> so it, it's that's tweetable right there yeah yeah <laughs> but you stole it from somewhere <laughs> yes yes I saw it from some sort of video but it's it's a good no yeah yeah and, and I, I would absolutely agree with that you know so um it's beautiful i think you know i think there's several stories there's a lot of people that yeah. that will share with you their story like how they know for a fact that there is a god and that yeah. You know, other people will try to disprove it, but, you know, you know it because you lived it. You know, it happened to you. Yeah. And you can almost even gather data and statistics of how many people have experienced supernatural things, you know, things yeah. that are cannot be explained, and that the only way you can explain it is through something supernatural like yeah. God. You know, God had to come through. It was only through God. It defies the odds. It defies, you know, any kind of, circumstance or whatever like you can say like oh it just happened it just so happened to happen this way like no yeah. it had to have been god like medical miracles and stuff exactly like that. a miracle the doctor's like i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know how i don't we don't know how to explain it right you know? <laughs> right but it just happened yeah. you know and we do know how to explain it it was god you know <laughs> god had to intervene god had to do this miraculous miraculous thing um so that's awesome thank you uh dylan for sharing that yeah. Um I want to I want to go into um politics a little bit and I wanted to talk mm -hmm. about this with you because I think like you like me you're pretty objective about mm -hmm. your opinions and and I think this is important you know for those of you listening um clearly we're going through a, a time right now that like politics is just so in your face and if you don't see it is because you don't uh, you haven't really been informed with politics enough. I think with politics, once you see it, like now you, you see it everywhere. You're like, oh my God, it's been there this whole time and I had no idea that it was there. Yeah. You can't unsee it. Right. Once you see it, you can't unsee it anymore. And you see it everywhere. And so you, if you don't know enough about it, um, today you're going to learn a little bit about it. We're gonna, I'm, I brought Dylan on, one, to tell this story, but two, to kind of help me explain politics a little bit from from both sides and so um dylan help me explain like one side and the other side so like the republican side mm -hmm. and then the democratic side what's what's a what's a republican typically so typically a republican is someone who favors smaller government you know they trust more in the free enterprise you know like people are able to figure this out without the government intervening and just blowing a whole bunch of money on it. For example, like, um, like SpaceX compared to NASA. Like we think that, you so know, NASA is funded by the government and SpaceX is funded by, uh, um, well, Tesla. so SpaceX right? does get payments from, from NASA to to do their flights so i guess you could say they're funded by the government but not in the same way so like like nasa is just wholly funded by the government so you know they get all the money from the government and they don't they're not required to make as efficient of a ship design or they they don't have they're not required to meet as strict deadlines mm. or if their rocket fails they don't fail SpaceX would be different. Right. So, like, with SpaceX, like, 
they had they built three rockets and they all crashed one more rocket they would have went bankrupt wow so they had to scramble and figure it out because they're a private company yes and so so that's what's interesting nasa can mess up as many times as they want yeah and it's like oh just try it one more time right and so, so that's big government small government almost yeah so the republican or i guess conservative point of view of that is like hey we think you can get things solved better without government interference and like without government intervention as much because you add pressure now like right. you have to do this if not like you risk failing mm-hmm. like whereas with the other side it's like you can fail as many times as you want and yeah. it's like whatever it's like yeah and you know uh like for example usps and fedex mm, like oh, I'm, I'm always losing my mail with usps ups usps is terrible and like you know fedex and ups do a much better job in a lot of aspects and they've caused usps to kind of keep up and innovate um so so that's one of the things i guess that's the more government side of it but um, and so Democrats would be in favor of like um, uh, bigger government, you know, um, where they think, oh, it's it's better to to fund things with the help of the government, or or maybe there are some things like maybe the healthcare system, for example, that the government should should run either help running portions of or just entirely. Um, and so that's where they differ kind of from running the country, but there's also social issues. So like, um, conservatives, it's kind of in the name you want to conserve. So you want to just Republican typically. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you want to kind of keep what has been working. Mm-hmm. So, um, where liberals, they want to change things or they're more open to change things. Right. Um, and so Which like, would be Democrats. Right. Okay. Um, most of the time, it's it's yeah. weird. Right, right. Um. So, so you know, on social issues like gay marriage, for example, liberals would be more open to. You know, okay, let's do gay marriage. Where conservatives are like, well, we think there's there might be potential issues with that. We want to conserve that, and we don't we don't want to open that up. And so you have social issues and government issues. Abortion, for example, um, where liberals mostly want to allow abortion and conservatives are like, that could be a societal issue. Like we, we don't want that. Right. And so, so that's, that's kind of how you have that. But Republican and Democrat are mostly just the two parties. The big ones. There's others, right? Yeah. And then you can be, you can be like a liberal with, or you can be a Democrat with, conservative viewpoints and some liberal viewpoints so like you could be a a democrat that wants a big government that would be a kind of liberal viewpoint but you can also have conservative viewpoint like but oh i don't i don't want abortion so so it's it's kind of tricky but with our with our country it typically is one or the other which is kind of unfortunate right well especially (laughs) right now with you know social media and yeah what that's kind of like thrown into it it's just completely polarized people which you know polarized polarization basically means like it's 
way on one side and way on the other and other people yeah. are way on the other side and it's it used to not be that way you know both parties used to agree upon things and or if they didn't just kind of figure out a solution and you know pass laws compromise out. or something compromise yeah and now it's so divided it's insane you know there was a term that people started saying probably about a decade ago that politics is downstream from culture and at the time you know people didn't really understand that but now you do because politics is so ingrained in our culture you can't escape it and um which is not necessarily a good thing um but but it's here and so so you kind of have that you have to deal with that situation basically and um yeah, yeah. right right now you can't you can't escape it. And yeah. again, this is why I'm doing this episode. I know for some people it's a turn off, but um, I think it's very important um, because it's so in our face right now. Like you cannot avoid it. It's everywhere. Um, and so much so that like, it'll make you go crazy. It will. <laughs> yeah. Like it really will right. like make you go crazy. And you almost have to turn off like the news or, you know, get away from social media a little bit because it's just, it's everywhere. But it's also important, and and things are changing rapidly. Yeah. So, like, for example, the election is is crazy. Um, I remember telling you a few weeks ago, I hope whoever wins, it's by a sizable margin, mm-hmm. because if it's close, it's going to be crazy. Um, this could be nightmare scenario, and we are now in a nightmare scenario. Yep. <laughs> um, because in my opinion, like the election has only just begun. Um, so some people think it's already over. Biden yeah. won it. I mean, the news media definitely thinks that they've already pronounced him the, the next president. Right. Um, and Biden has a really high chance of being president. But what's so fascinating about, I guess, this election cycle and even in 2016 and I guess this year in full is like, like expect the unexpected. So, you know, it's so close in multiple States that there is the opportunity for Trump to still win. Um, Now I'm not saying like Trump's going to steal the election and he's going to take it and he's going to be, you know, in January. Um, but that's what's so surprising and interesting about this is that it's not over. He still actually has a shot of getting through. Um, Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, <laughs> that that would be the ultimate cap to 2020. <laughs> like, um, so, and I think that's that's where it's it's almost like we're in another reality when it comes to politics, where, um, you know, who who would have thought? you know, we would be in this situation like everyone's so divided and everything like that. But so what was interesting about this election was, I guess, first of all, the the polls were wrong. <laughs> um, the polls had, just like 2016, Trump was behind by 8% or 9%, 10%, 15% in certain states. And there are a lot of states that he was behind maybe half a percent that he was projected to be behind 12% or he was behind 4% and he was actually ahead 4% like in Ohio. 
So, so there's that. And that's, that's really fascinating because that actually, the polls, um, before you vote, that actually could persuade you not to vote. Like, Oh, mm. my guy's so far ahead or why would I even vote? so far behind? Why yeah. I even vote? And so, so there's that aspect of it. Um, and then there's like, so in 2000, Bush ran against Al Gore. And Al Gore, the media called Al Gore as the winner. But as we all know, Bush won. Bush won. Yeah. So, but it was just one state at the time. So, so wait, this has happened? This isn't unprecedented? No. But the way if it this, happens. So in 2000, it was just one state. It was right. Florida. Now it's like five states. Wow. <laughs> five states that are all within 10 to 20,000 difference. So the path Trump has is what's insane about what happened was the election results were coming in and Florida, Texas, everything was coming in like you would expect it. You know, Trump actually did better in Florida. I think better in Texas than he did in 2016. He did better among Latinos. Um, he did. He had more of the LGBT vote. Wow. You know, despite people what people would say he did. Um, and so the pat like the trajectory was, it looks like Trump's going to win. The betting sites started betting on Trump was winning, and then everything just stopped. In like, like seven states, Hmm. which conspiracies, (laughs) which there could be reasons for that, like mail-in ballots and things like that. Um, But it was fascinating to watch because they all stopped for like seventy-two hours, which Hmm. doesn't is insane, especially in twenty twenty when like technology's advanced so much. You know, there's really no reason to. you know, be a help, uh, hold up, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many memes right now and I'm, I'm going to yeah. let you finish, but where it's like, um, uh, Chick-fil-A could have already had them all counted. Like, you yeah, know, the yeah. deacons could have already had them all counted, <laughs> you know, right. from our church, you know? Uh, and it's like somehow like, you know, why is it taking so long? Yeah. Whatever. And, and in 2016, we knew the winner that night, like one or 2 AM, you know, Pennsylvania was really quick to, and all the other states that we're having issues with. Um, and so the longer that dragged on, there were just weird inconsistencies. And this is why I say Trump may have a path still, which would be crazy. Um, but the only way he would have a path is if he had a good team that was able to, because right now they're claiming that there's fraud going on. So he would have to prove that, not just in one state, but in like five. Um, so, and all of these states are so close. And um, what people are thinking is that it might be possible that Georgia flips back because recently they've been finding more and more things and they've been mounting more investigations in that state to say, oh wait, when we do a recount and we look at all of this, it could actually flip to Trump. Um, and there's a lot of weird things like um, there's this thing called um, Benford's Law. So in, in certain districts and cities like in Michigan, Pennsylvania, 
th- there have been people on the internet that have just been going through stats and like irregularities. And Benford's law says if you have a certain amount of data, um, it's supposed to stack up in a certain way where it makes a perfect curve. So you're supposed to have so many number of ones and twos and threes that start the number in a set of data. Um, well, in those cities, Trump's is almost perfectly smooth. And then Biden's is like all over. Mm. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Consistencies. But, but that's like... That could be contested. That's not really yeah, pure. But what what Trump's done on Monday is he's filed lawsuits against multiple states, and they have to come up with proof. And so they're you know he already has testimonies from people saying like, you know, I saw where they wouldn't let poll watchers in. I saw where they were counting ballots that they couldn't have. And I don't know if that's enough to, like, if they do find something, if it will be enough to actually flip those states at all. Um, but that's something that's that's at least worth looking at. Yeah. Um, that even if you if you hate Trump or you love Trump, I would really recommend watching that closely because each day that goes by, and it's been the case so far, every single day there's something new where... It's not necessarily, oh, this is fraud or this is the big thing, but it's like a bunch of little weird things. And and so I've been watching that kind of obsessed <laughs> where, yeah. Yeah, like, so I, um, it's weird because kind of like the way you started it, um, I almost kind of ra- rather just end already. Yeah. So yeah, like, okay, yeah. just let's just let Biden win, even though right. um, for reasons that I'll get to in a minute, like I would rather trump win not because i'm a racist you know <laughs> i like to think i'm a good person right um you know dylan is a good person as well uh and yet you know maybe because of our faith you know we um we side with the republican party uh and so i don't know that's my train of thought i forgot where i was <laughs> going with that but but oh i would almost want you know biden just to win it already because i i don't like the divide that it creates, you know, like just people, you know, being mean to each other. Yeah. You know, I I don't like any of that stuff. You know, I I just wanted to end, you know, and, um, you know, I feel like a lot of what we've been living these last few months is because of, you know, the election, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just maybe potentially even this whole pandemic thing could have potentially have been all because of the whole, um, you know, election thing. And if they would just announce a, a president already, then we don't have to like keep going through these things because again, it's something that's really, this is what I keep saying. You can't get away from it. Like if you think politics has nothing to do with what we're living right now, like it absolutely has everything to do with it. And you know that because again, what has happened, what has transpired, transpired in these last few weeks, just the weeks alone, you were talking about the election and how um, leading up to it, like the polls were, were wrong, you yeah. know, was that accidental or was that like, there was there some manipulation there where they trying to lead you to say like, don't, don't go vote. You know, there's no reason to go vote anymore. Um, you know, and then as it was happening as well, like you would see like them call, call it immediately. If they hit, if they were even close, they would call it immediately for the democratic party. But if, if there was somewhat of a distance, 
for the Republican Party, they were like, oh, hold on, hold on. We don't know yet. We don't know. <laughs> and there were states where where Trump had a smaller gap and they would give it to Biden um, or excuse me and not just not give it to Trump. But in in um, excuse me, a bigger gap. I don't even know what I'm saying. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say, I'm trying to say is they would call it a lot faster for Biden than it would for Trump is what I what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I and so did that like potentially have an like an influence in what was happening and again, right now like they hadn't finished counting all the all the ballots, all the votes or whatever and again they already announced that it's it's Biden. You know, yeah. really trying to push this idea that hey, Biden is the president when we really still don't know. That right. he's the president. And, and that's that that's what would be so crazy is you know, because they've already told people Biden won, but no state confirms their votes until a month from now. Um and so So is the media trying to influence us? You know, are they already trying well, to plant a seed in our mind and tell us, hey, like concede this idea that it's Biden already? Some people think so. I mean, the media does call the election typically on the day of or day after. Um, but with something like this. That it's so close. Yeah, that it's so close and so like everyone's just at each other's throat almost. Um, it's uh, it's kind of crazy that they did call it. Um Again, I I still think that Biden has like an 80-90% chance of winning. Like don't get me wrong. But what is interesting is this entire this entire thing and that's it's so close. Um and so I I didn't expect it to be so close. I I was hoping it wouldn't be. I was hoping it would I didn't like in 2016 I was thinking Trump would probably win. Um but this time I didn't know. I thought, you know, maybe Biden supporters just don't like Trump so much that they'll vote for him or vice versa. And it's still just so close. Um, and so so that's the thing. I mean, you're talking about the media and, like, the past four years or so have been, like, a whirlwind for a lot of people and there's what i call it just hysteria mm -hmm. you know when you're on social media or you're watching the news or you're reading the news there's just so much white noise that if you're really invested in like a candidate or you're invested in like a political party you'll go crazy like you know you'll kind of believe everything that's said and um the media likes to take something and just multiply it times a hundred. Like, you know, this is crazy. And like for the past, you know, cause, cause the media, they, they lean left. Um, which is liberal. Yes. Okay. And so largely you have Fox news that leans right, but you know, largely a lot of the media is based in areas that lean heavily left. So naturally you're going to get, left-leaning journalist and the problem with that is that they have an effect on a lot of people and so when you don't have like an equal distribution of journalists that are right and left um 
like they collectively have a a lot of power to influence make, the mass or yeah just, influence them or make them fear right and that's um that's scary because you like with the culmination of that and social media journalists using social media um it's not like they're colluding together or anything but you have the point where um they all are kind of going in the same direction and they it's like it's a lot of power to be a journalist because you can influence people um and so 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 that's and, and and even like investigating like trump says there's fraud there aren't really any journalists that are like okay well let's let's look into it as well right um and so now you have just people on social media looking into it so they're going into a frenzy trying to figure anything out so i don't know i guess what i'm getting at is like this the election's crazy it's not over but try not to panic i guess uh panic i mean it's fine yeah <laughs> um because I think more and more people are learning the best way to live in like crazy political times like these is to kind of push back, kind of push away from social media and like news media and just kind of try to figure things out yourself. Yeah. Um, and like you, you have to, you got, you have, you have to figure out what is like based off your values and based off who you are, what what do I want to be, or who do I want to associate myself with? Do I want to be liberal or Republican, or do I want to be independent, and just kind of choose left or right? Right. Um. So. So so I guess I I don't know I, I wanted to bring up like, the election is crazy right now, but. But it's interesting to. To watch what's going on. I, I would say, like, whatever's happening now, watch it and see what happens. Um, because if there is fraud, you want to be in tune to that because even if you aren't Republican, it could bite you one day if yeah. you don't worry about it right now. That's the problem with allowing, the, like, these things to happen, like, when, uh, like turning a blind eye to fraud or whatever but just because it favors you well it favors you today but mm. are you so sure that it's going to favor you tomorrow you know in the next election you know so that's what's important about it and, and i mean i, I want to go on a tangent here for a second on the media you know mm. and how i think we need to resist against that i, I really do I, I think that it it matters who tells the story like for a while now you a lot of people started to realize well, if you get the story from CNN, it's more of a liberal type of view. If you get a, the story from Fox News, then it's more of a uh, conservative type of view, more Republican. CNN is Democratic, you know. And so from CNN, like they they hate Trump. Fox News, they didn't love Trump, but at least they didn't like hate him or whatever. Now it's starting to look at that. Even that's changing. And Fox News is kind of siding away from Trump as well. And so why is that important? It's important because, again, it matters where you get your story from. Like even today, like as we're talking about this, like you're hearing it from us. So some might say we're conveniently putting things in yeah. and 
leaving things out. Leaving things out, you know, because mm-hmm. it matters who's telling the story. Right. Now, if what Dylan is saying is true, and it, I mean, you can look it up and, and you can do your own research, um, yes. but the the media typically favors left. They side with the Democrats, with the liberals, like these left-leaning ideas. And if they're the ones pushing or if they're the ones always telling the story, then no wonder, like, you know, you're being influenced in a certain way, you know. And I think that that's troublesome. And and if you don't see it again right now, like, or you ignore it just because it favors you, it favors the ideas that you think you believe right now, like, you don't know that later on it's going to continue to favor the ideas that you believe right now. So I think we need to be objective and, you know, resist against it and say, okay, I'm not just going to hear everything from here. I'm going to do my own research in other places and hear other people out as well. Um, and again, if you, do, if you don't see it, like, please, like, uh, like I'm just telling you, like, do your own research, like listen to other people. Don't just listen to the media. This is how, you know, this is how, you know, this is a big deal and, um, you should do something about it. Um, my little niece, um, and I bring her up because, you know, she's my family and, and whatnot. But one day she came into the house and she was like, Trump's a racist. And I'm like, what? Like, where did you get that from? <laughs> you know, like she's like 10, you know, and, and like some of you might say, well, it's because he is a racist. You know, even she knows, like even a 10 year old can see <laughs> that he's a racist. It's like, no, like the, the, the reason she has that idea is because um, everyone around is saying like everyone in the media, like or whatever actors and uh, famous people, celebrities are saying he's a racist. And of course, like if people keep saying this, everyone's going to like believe it, you know? And so, you know, they're conditioning people like they're they like, you know, making these ideas for other people. And, and like, you don't have a choice, but you have to believe it. And, and some people are so, you know, um, like sold on it already. Like they, you, they can't see it any other way that, Trump is not a racist, you know? And so it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy. Like how, how, like how it, it really does influence us. And again, in my opinion, like we have to like resist it because just in the same way that they did it to Trump, they can do it to you. They can do it to anybody else. And I mean, I personally don't necessarily believe he's a racist and I'm, maybe I'm going to get some heat for that. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, that's the power that the media has, you know, and I think we all recognize that we yeah. recognize that the media has that kind of power, but yet because it, it uh, favors us in our beliefs and what we want done. Like, we're like, Oh sure. Yeah. Like, let's go with it. Like, that's fine. He's a racist and we need him out of here. We need to get him out, you know? Right. So, and, and it, it's interesting cause, um, you know, it was a record turnout with the vote for, for both sides. Um, Trump had a record number of votes, um, I think, compared to any other presidential candidate. And then Biden got four million votes than him. Um, and so it, it was interesting because it's like, do you know like anything Biden ran off of? Like, what was mm. his platform? Come on. <laughs> so, so because he didn't do any of those, what do you call those when you go out to like um, – rallies he didn't do any rallies yeah he did rallies uh, very few uh, yeah nowhere near nowhere compared to like what trump did right but when trump was running especially in 2016 you knew what he was for 
right uh, whether you liked it or not you knew exactly like what he was for you know we're gonna drain the swamp and we're gonna build the wall and we're gonna you know people who other countries won't take advantage of us with with trade and so on and so forth um but biden didn't really have much of a message um that was just i'm not trump essentially um you know and he's gonna do things like um uh things for climate change and so on and so forth um but like nobody was energized by biden Mm -hmm. like they were with like barack obama you know a lot of people were energized with barack obama but a lot more people voted for Biden than Obama. And mm, what that, that means, something. what that means in my opinion is people were like scared. Um, where it's not like I want to vote for Biden because I'm energized. I'm voting for him because, well, I don't want Trump. Yeah. Anybody but Trump. Well, yeah. And so, and, and a lot of that isn't helped by, like you were saying, the news media and social media where, Every single day, there's something right that we're because about. there's some things that like you know were really negative about Biden that the media just didn't talk about, just conveniently, just wouldn't like repeat, you know. Mm-hmm. And if people started repeating those things, they would like censor them, you know. And so that's a big thing right now where like yeah, they, guy, you're seeing that on Twitter, like so many posts just have that. This may not align with you know the voting results and um you know trump's like a lot of trump's tweets have that and all sorts of stuff and um and that's a social media platform it's like that should just be a place where you know people might be wrong but they should be able to hash it out um as long as they're not threatening each other right. inciting violence or yeah like yeah so like maybe it is wrong but social media company intervening into that and saying, Hey, like, let's tell you what, what you should believe about this. That's, that's strange. And like, you know, people, there are people that like when someone gets banned off social media, they start celebrating. Like, I don't know, say Alex Jones, Mm -hmm. he got banned from YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, like almost all at the same time a couple years ago and people were celebrating and it's like, well, okay, he's kind of a funny guy, kind of kooky or whatever you could argue. But what about when that's someone you like, right? That you are really passionate about maybe on the left. Um, AOC or somebody like that. What if AOC got banned? Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. Yeah. At that point it might be too late. Who cares? So because. again, it, it, it's great when it favors you. What about right. when it doesn't favor you? Right. Um, but I want to go a little bit back to that same point that I was trying to that we were making about anybody but Trump, because really that's what won this election. That's what won. That's what won Biden this election is anybody but Trump. No. You know, which to me is so silly because it's like so really anybody but Trump. Like that's that's the message. Like that's yeah. the message that you didn't come up with. Really was the the message that the media gave you which was like, we understand that Biden might not be fully there because I think a lot of people wouldn't recognize like, you know, he he's probably not fully there. Something's going on with his health, his uh, mental capacity and, and whatnot. Um, but yet it's like the idea is anybody but Trump, you know, and, and if you really think about it, it's like, okay, 
yeah, I might laugh at this, but it's like, what about Satan? Like, is Satan, like, <laughs> can we put Satan up there? Like, literally, that could almost, most people might be like, okay, yeah, because anybody but Trump. Because that message has been given so much to you that you're just like, yeah, anybody but Trump. I just hate Trump. Like, he's the worst guy ever. And it's like, you know, what about Hitler? Like, you know, what about, like... It, yeah, it, it's not healthy to think that way politically. Like, um, like you don't want anyone being like, anyone but Biden, you know, either. So... So, yeah, it's, you know, if if you are in fear right now, whatever side you're on, you shouldn't be. Because um, there's hope in the Lord. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but but the, I guess it, it's just kind of all summarizing the times we're living in. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's there's kind of the reality of what's going on. And a lot of that is a lot more boring than, than what you're told it is, um, a lot more mundane. And then there's just, you could choose to really dive into it and like go crazy with all the information you're being told. Um, and so I, I guess I just, I kind of wanted to talk about how crazy the election was, but but this is also kind of a segue into just politics in general. Um, so I don't know, like um, it, it's going to be interesting watching this. Uh, I mean, after January, hopefully it'll calm down, um, you know, and, and I, I do think Biden is going to pull away with the win. Um, However, uh, the Senate will likely be Republican, and there will be like a balance of power there, kind of like with with Trump, uh, who had you know Democratic House. Um, so in that way, there's checks and balances, and you can't really do anything crazy. The founding fathers set it up at where you can't, you know, become a dictator essentially, or you can't do rapid change that will destroy the country. Right. Um, which is good for us, especially again, as a Christian community, because, um, if things started changing, um, you know, a lot of our beliefs, you know, would, uh, it would go contrary to our beliefs. And again, if you think that that doesn't matter, like whatever, like, again, like what is acceptable today in society, um, you know, might be acceptable to you now, but what might be changing you know, because of the laws that are changing or whatever, you might be like, okay, that that's not okay. You know, and yeah. and we see that happening with just things that, again, I, I know for me, I'm afraid of that, those things, you know, with um, the trans community trying to get more rights, you know, where potentially like giving little kids the freedom to like, at age five be able to decide, okay, I know I, like my body says I'm a boy, but I think I'm a girl. Yeah. So I'm going to like chop off like, my male parts like no right um and so again if if that's not reason for you to be afraid like i don't know what is like if you know pedophilia which is starting to like creep into our society again um to me that's a big deal and i think in california they're starting to change laws to allow things like those you know to where you know an adult can have a a relationship with a younger kid like come on if that doesn't scare you like if how they're trying to like normalize those things you know like then I don't know what does, you know, and that's why 
it's important that there is checks and balances Mm -hmm. that again like he mentioned that the senate is roughly republican and they can potentially stop some laws that could be changed that that would really change the world that we live in today um, that could again be very very scary and those are just a few things there's um, a whole lot of other things that could change Mm -hmm. um, contrary to what we believe here as a christian community yeah and and i guess to degrade a nation it like ours it would take decades um some people would argue that's what's happening um over the past several decades it takes generations and um so it's it's all about i guess knowing what's going on and like getting down to the basics of like not being driven mad by it because um you know, sometimes it's it's not as crazy as you think it is. Um, but yeah, I I don't really know. But <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty crazy out there. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, everything's gonna be all right. You know, there is hope. You know, and we don't have to be afraid. So I love that message that you know you're trying to calm down, calm people down because I do feel like a lot of people are unsure what's hap- what's gonna happen next. Uh, again, if, especially if you are on the Republican side, if you're like more conservative than you are liberal, then there's a little fear. There's a little bit of fear that could like creep in. I know for a while I, I was kind of feeling a little uneasy, um, but ultimately God is in control and we believe that and, yeah. and we know that. So, um, And I prayed just like I did in 2016 before the election. I just said, hey, um whoever wins which brings which is best for you god let that be the case amen and um yeah and so we're going to pray for biden as well even yeah even yeah even if we absolutely. didn't necessarily like want him um and so. so like you said it it may not always be how you want it to be or how you think it it will be but God does have a plan and sometimes it's like way off the beaten path of what we thought it was like who who would have thought that (laughs) God's plan would have been Trump (laughs) yeah for four years because Trump's you know he's uh, kind of wacky guy um but there are a lot of things that he did that kind of you know the country was going in this direction and he you know slapped it right back into line so that it didn't go too far off. And, um, and I, I think it's important to have, I actually think it's important to have like maybe eight years Republican, eight years Democrat, kind of have that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and the bad part of that would be if, if it just swayed in one direction and kept going. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, like, um, you, you hope, you know, uh, if Biden does end up winning this and like, uh, there's, there's a high chance of that. You hope that he leads the country well and leads it under God's, um, Amen. And we're, we're going to pray for yeah. him. And, and, and I yeah. think that, um, he will, uh, cause again, God is in control. So I think, I think we're, we're at a good spot, Dylan. Yeah. This is probably the longest one we've had so far. <laughs> yeah. Longest podcast we have. Current events. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's again, a lot to talk about. There's actually quite a few things that 
I still wanted to talk about, but, um, you know, just for the sake of time, we're going to cut it here. Um, but I, again, I appreciate you Dylan coming on here. I definitely think I want to bring you on again and maybe talk politics again. I feel like people need to be educated, man. Like seriously, like uh, maybe you're just not into it. It's a turn off to just, you know, you hear the word politics and you know, you're like, ah, I'm done. But it's important to know about it, but don't get consumed by it. Um, you know, don't let it lead your life, but it is important to know like, like every, like every viewpoint or every side of it or both sides of it. And it's important to stay informed about that because it has, it's, gone into our culture our society yeah, it has implications and yeah implications and, and, and absolutely affects our society and right. the way that um society thinks and not just society but the way our our kids or the generation that's coming after us you're gonna think and so um, we have to be very mindful of that and protect the the future generations right from some real harm um again there's some other things that i want to like discuss and talk about but we'll have to leave it for the next one um hope you guys enjoyed this um we're gonna um send this one out before sunday and uh again hope you enjoyed it and you guys keep listening and uh you know like comment share and subscribe uh remember as always we are on instagram so follow us on side by side podcast on on instagram and uh, we'll keep making more content and hopefully you guys uh, are enjoying this hit the bell uh to get notified yeah for sure hey <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for that it was, um, it was cool to be on here um it's really awesome to see how this show is growing you know the amount of subscribers you have the amount of views you have for a new channel it's really good and um it's great watching the stories of the incredible stories of, of normal everyday people mm. that's what joe rogan doesn't have he mm. has celebrities but it's genuinely interesting like this podcast thank so, you he's a fan i love I'm a it fan. <laughs> i love so. it thank you thank you for uh listening and uh, thank you guys for for listening and again we'll we'll see you guys next time all right